0: Well, let's get into some word today. You ready for that? Don't want to cut you short. I mean, the worship's good. Manifest presence of God is wonderful. Better than anywhere else you can go, any restaurant or, you know, mall or bed. (laughs) Presence of God will do things for you that nothing else can. Amen. Amen. But I do have a word today. So 1 Samuel, if you know where that is, turn to 1 Samuel Chapter 2. 1 Samuel chapter 2. I began a new series of messages last week that I want to continue with today. And first Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 is, is our foundational scripture for this series. Uh, this is speaking the the speaking to Eli the high priest in verse 30. Therefore the Lord God of Israel says. I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Far be it from me, for those who honor me, I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Now, uh, th- th- this, there's a lot in this. But when the Lord says that he will honor a person, that is a big deal, okay? When you are honored by God, it's recognizable. It's more than just a saying that you should accept about yourself. It has real tangible results that impact you financially, impact you in opportunities in open doors impact you in many ways. The dishonored person versus the honored person by God is very visible. Everybody with me today? All right. And so we've been given then the recipe of how to be honored by God. You see that recipe? Honor him. (laughs) You honor him and he honors you. Now, Uh, To remind you uh, from last week, which I don't want to repeat too much, but Eli basically dishonored God by honoring his kids above God and above his ways and his standards. He elevated his, his kids, and he didn't want to mess with them. So in that process, meaning mess with their dishonorable wrongdoing, And so in that process, he was dishonoring God. And that dishonor showed towards God produced a real negative uh, response in his life. Sometimes we should um, watch out for this. If you are one who likes to avoid conflict, which I would probably be with you in that, (laughs) you know, I'm not looking for conflict, but sometimes... uh, Sometimes conflict becomes necessary when you're responsible for something. For example, parents and their children. Uh, Parents are responsible, at at least at a young age, for their children. And if there is dishonorable behavior taking place in the kids' lives, the parents may want to avoid a conflict and that confrontation and not want to deal with it. Parents, have you ever been there? It's like, I got enough things going on in my life. I'm busy, it's hard, this, this, and this. I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, but it's necessary for their sake. And because of your commitment to God, you must honor the things of God in your sphere of control. And with whatever uncomfortableness that may exist in doing so, we have to. All right, if you are in... Uh, in charge of if you're an employer or have a manager or you have others that are over you, that's another situation where you have to. Meaning as a child of God, as someone who knows the Lord and knows his ways, we cannot just turn turn the other way and pretend different activities and dishonorable things don't exist. When we've been given charge and God is the one who gives people authority, He's the one who promotes and puts us in places. And if we don't discharge properly the the, um, requirements of that office and that position, it is viewed as and really is dishonor towards God. So as hard as it is, as difficult as it it might be even for Eli to have corrected his sons, his grown sons because of the positions they they held under him— it had to be. Do, it had to be done, and his lack of willingness to do that it produced horrible results. All right, and, and so we never want to value our 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 own personal peace in not dealing with situations. I don't want to. I don't want to handle this. Deal with this. We don't want that to be a bigger deal than honoring God in His ways, and, uh, and and the way that way this begins. Is, is we we take everything that, that the Lord says, everything that he does, and we make it supremely important to us. It's just top priority. Because another way to say this is, is if he is unimportant, then you are. And I don't want to be unimportant, because that shows up. All right. So we should seek to honor then... Uh, Uh, We should seek the honor of God over the honor of people. People honoring us or lifting us up or giving us accolades. We we should seek these things that come from God. Say, does God really do that? Does does he praise? Does he speak good things and honor people? He absolutely does. And, And because of that, we just need to value that. I need to be more mindful of what he thinks than you think. Amen. Does that make sense? I don't mean we don't have any thoughts at all about what people think, it's just it's gotta be so much lower than what God thinks. All right. Jesus made this statement in John 5:44. He said, How can you believe who receive honor from one another and do not seek the honor that comes from the only God? I, How do you even believe if that's your goal, if that's what you seek? See, you take this to uh, the ultimate extreme or outcome. Some people will, will even reject the Lord in order to be honored by their peers or those in authority that they want to impress. You say, no, no, no one would ever really do that. They really would. They really would. They, they will deny the Lord. They will uh, put him in the back seat of their life because others are watching and they're mindful of them. Their, 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 their thoughts are filled with what others might think. All right. You might recall Jesus when Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before the Father in heaven, but if you deny me before men, I will deny you before the Father in heaven. Why would someone ever deny the Lord in front of people? Why would someone, like, acknowledge the Lord privately but deny the Lord publicly? Doesn't make any sense. Well, less you value the honor you receive from people more than the honor you receive from God. You're more concerned about what others might, might think. And, uh, you know, some people will, like, like I said, will outright re- reject the Lord. Others will never become strong believers because they too, give too much weight to the opinions of their peers. Okay? Uh, teenagers have sometimes a real uh, challenge in this area because everything's about my friends, right? My friends, my friends, my friends. And that's a really big deal in a teenager's life. Okay, So there, there's, there's the challenge for the teenager. You can't value their opinion or your, or your social status above honoring God. You don't curb your, curb your behavior around certain groups and then be, your, be a Christian when you're around others. It's a real challenge. When, when we value these things, this, these, uh, this, this approval from others. Nowadays, we might call this, uh, I don't want to be canceled, right? I want to be canceled by this group or this people, this industry. I, I don't want you, know, you know, they call it social terrorism now, what, what, what people are doing. Uh, but it's very real. People back off of their stance towards God because of the social pressure that says, you can't believe this, you can't, uh, you know, acknowledge, you know, it's like people getting dismissed, from companies for making pro-life statements or making statements that are anti all this gender garbage, right? And they say it, and they get canceled. Well, something or fired or whatever. Uh, something has to be more important to us, and even even when it's a challenge like that, even when it seems to bear real-life consequences. I must choose in these situations to honor God, Amen. That's right. honor his ways, honor his word above all else. This happened in, in, the, in the book of John. This is interesting. Look at this on the screen. John 12, 42 and 3. Uh, it, it reads, nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him, him being Jesus. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. So, so that's very real. These were, these were rulers. So these were big shots, right? Well-known. They had position. They had power. They had influence. They believed in the Lord. They heard him. They heard of him. They, 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 they knew what he was saying, what the things, and they believed in the Lord, but they wouldn't tell anyone. But they wouldn't confess. This is presently happening in our country. Let's not let it happen to us. I believe in the Lord, but I won't acknowledge it. I won't confess this. I won't acknowledge to be a part of this because, again, they loved the praise of men more than the the, the praise of God. Amen. Now, interesting, the word praise there. Praise of men, praise of God, is the same Greek word translated honor. They loved to be honored by people more than to be honored by God. Okay? We've already already seen what that means. When someone is honored by God, they're they're a heavyweight. They're a big deal. They're of of importance to him. When someone is dishonored, they are lightly esteemed. eh, No big deal. Don't send any extra resources that way. Don't give any extra protection over there because they're not really important. Let me, let me think of it this way. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, sports teams. I'm thinking of baseball. I've been seeing diff- about all these big, big players being free agents and certain ones not being offered new contracts. Well, let's see, you hit 200 this year and your contract's up for renewal. By the way, that's not good if you're, not, if you're a baseball player. <laughs> not a baseball fan. You hit 200 this year. Your contract's up for renewal. <laughs> nah. We paid you, you know, 17 million last year. I'm thinking, you need to find a new job. <laughs> but you, oh, well, you hit 300. And you hit 30 home runs. And you had this. And your contract's up. How much more do you need? In other words, we're, we're going to throw all of our attention and resource off, over to here because you are adding value, you are valuable to this team. Well, who's valuable in the kingdom of God? Those who, those who honor him. Those who make the kingdom of God priority. Everybody with me today? Proverbs twenty nine twenty five reads, The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be s- safe. So, this this reverence, this overdue reverence for people and what they think and receiving their honor, it, it is a snare to us. There is an honor that comes from God, all right? We must seek that, okay? So, one thing we don't want to avoid is the honor of others, don't want to exalt over the things of God, is the honor of others. The other thing is self honor. This is also one of the challenges that people put before the Lord. And uh, I like this. Proverbs 27:2 reads, let another man praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. Ever been tempted to praise yourself? Someone's like, no, I would never say that. Praise <laughs> me. Praise me. No, we don't use that kind of language, but uh, we proclaim our accomplishments sometimes and our skills and our talents and our goodness and I did this and I said this and, uh, and, and what are we doing? I mean, I think it's a, it's a good question to ask. I like the Message Bible. It reads, don't call attention to yourself. Let others do that for you. <laughs> so this issue of self-honor is, is also problematic, and it again, we're trading that, self-honor, I'm trading that for the honor that comes from God, and that's not a good trade, everybody with me, you know, it's like, the, it's like when Jesus taught about those who pray to be seen, or fast to be seen by others, they want to see others, others to say, they're spiritual, they're awesome, they're amazing, he said, if you do it, if that's your motive, that's why you do this, that's all the reward you get, what was the reward? Others saying, you're awesome, you're great. And how many know that doesn't last very long? I mean, a <laughs> few minutes, the feeling left. A few minutes, they forgot they said it. few minutes, it's all done. But when God honors you, it sticks. When you do something and the Lord puts his stamp of blessing and honor on your life, it is attractive to blessing. It is attractive and it lasts beyond a few minutes or a few days or a few years. I believe these things last for eternity. We'll carry them on over into heaven. Yeah, when people show up, I'd like to see this. I guess I will someday. But I'd like to see when people show up who were truly being honored by God at their arrival. There's probably a bigger crowd at their reception party, meaning the person who got saved but lived for themselves and the person who lived for the glory of God and said the things of God are what matters most. I can't imagine that not being a grand entry into eternity. And so uh, anyway, we got to look at our motive for telling people our accomplishments sometimes. And uh, we all want to be praised or honored, uh, but only some will value the honor that comes from God and only seek that. When your motive is, when our motive is honor from God, I mean, no, it affects us not just in public, but in private. When our motive and all we need, I just have this void in my life. I need someone to tell me I'm good. I need someone to praise me. I need someone to like me. I need someone to affirm me. I'm going to behave a certain way in front of them. But when I say I seek the honor of God, I'm going to behave a certain way when no one's looking. Yes. And I'm not going to give a whole lot of weight to whether someone sees me when I do something good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We may, get, we may give sacrificially and give in, in, in large ways. And no one on earth ever knows it, and we're okay with that. Right? This is the person who they recognize, they acknowledge God in their life and His honor. Amen? Amen. Now I want to read 1 Samuel 2 verse 30 again. We haven't left that verse. Still there? But New Living translation this time. New Living. Therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I promised... That your branch of the tribe of Levi would always be my priests, but I will honor those who honor me, and I will despise those who think lightly of me so so this action of, of Eli and him not dealing with his his kids and their their sinful behavior it it really impacted them. In fact, that story says they both died on the same day. So, And then their, their descendants, God removed them from their place for this dishonor. And I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about how much our actions are, the honor that we show to the Lord and that we carry in our life, how much that impacts our descendants after us. How much our kids... And so and beyond are impacted because I choose to make God heavy in my life, weighty, a big, very big deal to me. And, you know, I wonder how much are we benefiting from those who have honored God before? Have you ever wondered? I have at times thought, why is this working for me? Why is this so easy? I don't mean everything is easy all the time, but I mean, why is this area? Why does this seem to just fall in my lap? Why is this so? And I don't always know the answer. Uh, Sometimes I think, I wonder who's praying for me. But here's what I also think. I wonder who long ago honored the Lord, and I'm riding off of their blessing. It could be parents or grandparents or great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents or great 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 grandparents It really could. You, know, you understand, we, we think in, in measures that we can wrap our brains around and God thinks, you do something and I'll bless them for a thousand generations after you because of your act. And, 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 the, and the Lord makes promises to Abraham about his seed being as the sands of the seashore. Right? In other words, I'm part of Abraham's blessing. Why, why, why am I even here? Abraham believed God. Abraham decided to trust God. And he multiplied and we, he's the father of faith. And here I am. <laughs> and here you are. These things are bigger than what we typically wrap our minds around. And it shows potential. I can make some things really easy for those who come after me if I will honor God. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I tell you, God is going to honor me and then those who come after me. Listen to this from the uh, New International Reader's Version. I will honor those who honor me, but I will turn away from those who look down on me. Would someone look down on the Lord? Why is this written? Uh, The NCV reads, I will honor those who honor me, but I will dishonor those who ignore me. People don't really ignore God, do they? We would never ignore the Lord, would we? Say, well, we're in church. Pastor, we're not ignoring the Lord. I know, but I'm preaching this for a reason, and it's not just because I'm so smart. (laughs) Maybe we have, or potentially might, ignore. Well, If he will dishonor those who ignore him, how does he dishonor those who ignore him? I don't know, maybe by ignoring them. Lord, are you ignoring me? Uh, dude, are you ignoring me? <laughs> <laughs> Has you ever ignored God? I, I have. He's dealing with me, and I'm thinking of something else. He wants me to go a certain way or spend time with him, and I'm busy and doing something else. In other words, I, I ignored him in that situation. I made him what his word was to me. That's not really important right now. This is important. I've got plans. Well, I want you to give here. Well, Lord, I've got plans for this money. (laughs) I've got, you know what I'm talking about. People ignore the Lord, and so when we need him, his blessing is not to be found. So we must remove the idea that ignoring God has no consequence. Hallelujah. The, the, The GW, I think that's God's word. Uh, reads this way, I will honor those who honor me and, I will, and those who despise me will be considered insignificant. <laughs> I don't want my life to be considered insignificant. Well, apparently that's up to me. If I honor the Lord. Now, how do we honor God? How, how, how does that look practically? I can break this down in a number of areas. I wrote eight areas. How do I show honor to God? I show honor to his will. I honor God's will. What, what, what do I mean by that? It's what I think about. It's what I pursue each day. I'm mindful. God's will must be done in my life. I think about that. I want that. His will is weighty to me. Not just what I want, what he wants. Number two, God's word. God's word. It must be. When I give his word weight, it is the final answer, the final authority in all matters of life. If he if there's a scripture on it, I don't need to ask anybody what I should do. I don't need to, I don't need to talk about what, what my options are. God's word is the final authority. Number three is God's work. If I honor God, I honor his work. What do you mean his work? Whatever he does. All the activities that he's He's involved with, Jesus said it this way when he was 12. Can you learn from a 12-year-old? He said, I must be about my father's business. That's the work of God. Whatever God is doing, that becomes important. It becomes priority. It carries weight with me. It exceeds what I'm doing in this life. It exceeds my career goals. It exceeds my hobby goals. God's God's work is priority. Number four, God's calling. I give weight to God. I honor him. I honor his calling. I never send him to voicemail. (laughs) When the Lord is calling, everything else gets put on hold and his call gets answered. If he's dealing with me, Yes, Lord, what do you want? Not, I'll get back to you. I'm in the middle of something. I I give weight and honor to Him. Number five, God's gifting. I honor God by honoring His gifts. In other words, uh, what I do well is a gift from God, what you do well is a gift from God and must be used for his glory. Use what you can do for the glory of God. That honors him because he put it there for a reason. Number six, God's money. God's money. What have you set aside as holy to the Lord? What have you said? This belongs to him. Obviously, many of us, hopefully, the tithe, we started there and said, holy to the Lord. I will not dishonor it by, by using it for natural, temporal re, uh, reasons. I honor the Lord with this money. Number seven, God's presence. God's presence. I, I make a big deal. We, we honor the Lord by making being with him So much weightier than being with anybody else. Being with him far exceeds being in anyone else's presence. God's presence is heavy. And number eight is God's people. God's people. I honor God by honoring his people. Those who are chosen by him must be highly Esteemed by us, and we recognize whenever He chooses people for His kingdom, for certain purposes, for certain activities, and if the Lord chooses them, we honor Him by honoring them. Hallelujah! You guys don't look as excited about this as I am. I I, I was pretty happy about that list. Say la. <laughs> Let me fit, now let me finish today over in, in Romans chapter thirteen. You got a moment? Yes. Romans chapter thirteen. Feels like I just started today. I'm going to come back next week. If you do. If you're not coming, I'm not coming. Yeah, I am. The Lord told me. I honor him above you. (laughs) I'll preach to my wife. She has to come. Uh, in, In... in Romans 13, without reading the whole chapter, he's talking about honoring governing authorities, higher powers, so forth. And uh, in verse 7, verse 7, 13, 7, it reads, Render therefore to all their due. Render to everybody their what? Their due. Taxes to whom taxes? Everybody say boo. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a word, pay your taxes. Taxes to whom taxes are due. Customs to whom customs. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. What are we supposed to do? Render it. Render honor to whom it is due. The New Living reads this way. Give to everyone what you owe them. That's interesting. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. And give respect and honor to those who are in authority. So the way to think about this whole giving of honor, according to this, it's to be viewed as a debt that must be paid. So uh, if you don't pay your taxes, what happens? Do they go away? Can we just look the other way? I don't I'm fine, Lori. I'm doing everything. Everything's good. <laughs> no, you'll get some mail and probably eventually a knock on the door. <laughs> uh, because they don't go away if you don't pay them and that's that's the language you, he said he said if you do this, if if you don't do this, you have a debt. You have a debt that must be paid. If you don't pay your taxes, you owe taxes. We know that. But this extends to these other, I don't know, less tangible activities. You owe taxes, so pay them. If you don't, you're in debt. And he also extends that language to the usage of honor. So he says, I don't have any debt whatsoever in my life. Are you sure? I mean, this would be a good question. Do we owe honor? Are we behind in showing honor? Apparently, that, that apparently that's possible. Uh, we could be behind in this regard. We could be lacking. I am honor is due. Honor is due to the Lord and due to those in 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 authority. Honor is due them. If I don't give it, I owe. I think we should get caught up. And seek the Lord and we can look through this list of eight, but we can we, we can start measuring our lives and taking account of our heart and saying do I even qualify for the honor of God? have I have I positioned myself in such a way where I want all that the honor of God brings meaning it'll be well with me, my days'll be long on the earth and so many other areas that we could touch on uh, of being in the reward of God, but I want those things in my life, but am I doing the other side of the coin? Am I being an honorable person? And if we can recognize ourselves in any area of dishonor, we can say, you know what? I'm going to pay that one off. I'm going to pay that one off. I'm going to pay that one off. Does that make sense? That's the language that it's due. It's owed. And we, we, we owe this. This is, this is part of our obligation. But the reward is well worth it. And sometimes if we think, it doesn't seem like my life is is that important. And don't get me wrong. No matter what you do, you are loved by God. You're important to him in this regard. He sent his son and the blood of Jesus was shed for you. So there is inherent value in your life to God. I'm talking about practically and and reason to keep you on earth for a while. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Like, like everyone saying, "Don't go yet. Don't leave yet." So I just want to go on to heaven. No, we need you here. Or yeah, go ahead and go. <laughs> we'll see you there. I mean, it'll be okay. <laughs> the honorable person, they, 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 they're, they're movers and shakers. They carry influence in this life, and the blessing of God is on them in such a strong way, and so. Uh, he says there's honor that's due. He goes on in verse eight to say, owe no one anything except to love one another. So pay your taxes and show honor and love. That's something you'll never be able to pay off because we're gonna love, uh, we're gonna, in, in essence, owe love to each other forever for he who loves one another has fulfilled the law. So it seems to me there is a proper amount of honor that we ought to show, that it ought to be in our lives. And, uh, and I think it is a noble desire, a worthy uh, prayer, and seeking after God to say, show me how to honor you. Show me how to be an honorable person in the kingdom. Independent of whether I get anything out of it, I just want to give honor to whom honor is due. But then we know the other side of the coin, right? Is that He will honor us. It's kind of like that little conundrum when we talk about giving and stuff. It's like giving produces receiving, planting produces harvesting. But am I giving to get? Well, no, I'm giving because I love. I'm giving, but I also know that it's smart. You know, am I honoring just to get something? Well, no, I'm honoring because He's weighty, He is worthy, He is holy. But I also know that it'll help me in my life if I am that kind of person, right? Right? And and so there's a a two-sided component to this, but honoring God is something that we can do, amen? Amen. And honor is due, hallelujah. Father, thank you for working in here today by your spirit, by your grace and mighty power.